Here at Discovery Park of America, it's an amazing place to get to come to. A lot of people, as they come around the corner and see that giant building, mm -hmm. you know, you almost get chills every time because it's so unique. There's so much here. I mean, you can spend three or four days in here reading yes. everything and learning, and it's amazing. As you can see behind us, we have dinosaur bones, and uh, that's just the start. And there's three floors here, right? Yeah, there's 100,000 square foot inside, and then there are 50 acres outside. And the mission is to inspire children and adults to see beyond and so that is what we're all about is inspiring you no matter what age whether you're young or young at heart no matter how much you've been able to see the world or not we want you to leave here having been inspired to want to learn more this place is amazing yeah it yeah. truly has everything for everyone. And when you work in the museum business, you have to check boxes. They'll say, what kind of museum are you? Science, um, you check um, children's, all. and I'll check every single yes. box every single time. There is really nothing that we don't cover. The award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad you're tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're watching today, you may see that we're in a different place. Miss Amy Spencer <laughs> is helping me co-host today, and we are at Discovery Park of America, which is an awesome place here in Union City. If you haven't been here, you got to come check it out. And we're going to do a series of shows here that highlight the park and highlight wildlife and, and all kinds of fun stuff. Amy, thank you for helping co-host. And this is a place that is for every age, from kids to our age to the, your history, your war collection here is impressive. Yeah, yeah. So I, I know my dad would love it if he would, you know, if I could get him here. He's in East Tennessee, but he'd love it. <laughs> You're for the young and the young at heart. <laughs> yes, you there are. You You're for everybody, and it truly is an amazing place. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's awesome. It's a lot to see, a lot to do, and I'm And I'm going to try to get Jason to go down that big slide today. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, I'll do it. I'll do it. We'll put that on the show. <laughs> uh, but we're here with Scott Williams. He's the CEO for Discovery Park, and Scott, we appreciate the hospitality, and thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. It's great to have you guys here. Uh, I'm excited to dive in here and learn about you and learn about the park. And, and uh, I want to start there. Just just uh, introduce yourself. Tell us how you came to this spot and maybe a little bit of your past, how, how you got here. Sure, absolutely. So um, I am originally from Memphis, Tennessee, so I am a West Tennessean. All right. Um, my ancestors go all the way back to 1831 when they settled Haywood County, Tennessee. So West Tennessee's in my blood. I love genealogy and Tennessee history. So yeah. um, I was working at Graceland. Um, for the king of rock and roll wow. and ended up moving to Washington, D.C. just because I could be right across the street from the Library of Congress. And so I oh. could do a lot of research and things like that. So <laughs> I got homesick and uh, was l wishing I could be back here in West Tennessee with my friends and my family. And uh, Discovery Park of America had a position open that, uh, uh, that uh, I was able to apply for and get. And so here I am. It's been five years uh, here at Discovery Park of America. It's an amazing place to get yes. to come to um you know a lot of people as they come around the corner and see that giant building mm -hmm. you know you almost get chills every time because it's so stands out you know so unique from anything else anywhere else right, right and so still every day five years later i still get that feeling every single day when i come around that corner 
Yeah. Do you still learn something new every day here? Every single yes, day. Yes, I figured. I figured because there's so much here. Mm. All of us talk about how, you know, we'll see something and say, has that always been there? And, you know, every day we see or learn yeah. something different. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of great information. These placards, I mean, you could spend all day, or you spend three or four days in here reading yes. everything and learning, and it's amazing. As you can see behind us, we have dinosaur bones, and uh, that's just the start. Here's floor number one. There's three floors here, right? And yeah, yeah, so, three floors. There's 50 acres, so there's okay. there's 100,000 square foot inside, and then there are 50 acres outside. Mm -hmm. And the genesis of Discovery Park um, is that Robert Kirkland, who was a philanthropist here in this area, mm. who started the store Kirkland's that some folks may be familiar okay, yeah. with. He wanted to create a center of education. And so he put an ad in the paper that said, I'm going to create a center of education for this region. If you want to join me, meet me at the library on this date at this time. And so 250 people showed up that day. Um, he had divided the room into sections. So he had science, uh, he had nature, he had history. And and he said, go to the table that you're the most interested in that topic. And so everybody got up and did. And then he said, you are the committees. I want you to bring to me what you think should go in a museum or a center of education in your topic. And that's what happened. And so impressive. Yeah. So he uh, gathered all that and he took it to uh, museum professionals and he said, this is what I want. He ended up investing uh, more than a hundred million dollars to have this built for the people of this region. Wow. And the mission is to inspire children and adults to see beyond. He had gotten to travel around the world and he wanted to be able to share that experience with people who he knew may not ever get to leave West Tennessee. And so that is what we're all about is inspiring you no matter what age, whether you're young or young at heart, no matter how much you've been able to see the world or not, we want you to leave here having been inspired to want to learn more. I know the, the couple times we've been here, we've always learned something new <laughs> and your Real Foot collection, which is a mm -hmm. local collection, which mm -hmm. is it's a very impressive. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, and, you know, that's getting ready to grow as we were mm -hmm. talking earlier. Um, we've been researching a new exhibit called Duck, Duck, Goose, Waterfowl of the Mississippi Flyway. Okay. And so we've been working with Ducks Unlimited and a lot of the folks at Real Foot Lake on telling that story. Of course, hunt, duck hunting and conservation is a big part of what they do out there at Real Foot Lake. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to be able to sort of help tell that story here, almost like as part of a visit to this area. You Maybe you go out there and check out Real Foot Lake and then come here and learn all about it. Um, having Living here for the last five years. Of course, I'll see the ducks and the geese mm -hmm. flying like we just did we a while just ago. Yeah. Um, and so, but I didn't know a lot about it. You know, and a lot of our visitors, I think, will be learning about that for the very first time. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And um, as as things change, our exhibit, you, you mentioned that exhibit is coming or changing. Do all the other exhibits kind of change and transform and Yep. adapt to, to what's hot at the time, maybe, or how does that work? Yeah, we, we do a lot of what Robert Kirkland did at the very beginning. We bring people together, and we say, what are we missing? What what else needs to be told? Uh, we had a, 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 a lot of agriculture folks letting us know that we they felt like we were weak in the area of agriculture. Okay. And this area, of course, is one of the biggest ag areas <laughs> <It's not weak. laughs> of Tennessee. Yeah. Right. Of the United States, actually. And so 
um, we wanted to tell that story. So we brought farmers together, um, ag educators. Uh, we even had a we even had a focus group, which I loved, of young people, of people that were you know uh, nine, ten, eleven years old, oh, wow, and yeah. asked them. You know, we asked them describe a farmer today. You know, of course, you, they said boots, old <laughs> man. <laughs> And so that tractors, tractors. <laughs> yeah. So that told us we needed to use Discovery Park to help inspire them to learn more about the fact that anybody could work in agriculture today. Educate, it's yeah. not just you know we need the best and the brightest to work in agriculture to help us uh, use the land and the animals to the best of our ability. So that started the exhibit that is now open called Agriculture Innovating for Our Society, and it's all about. Um, how folks today are innovating in the world of agriculture. So it's a really great exhibit that's here at Discovery Park. Well, I've, I got to see that exhibit, and going through, there was this bale of cotton mm -hmm. there. You could check that out and see that up close, you know, and uh, you don't see that every day. But on that, there was a placard there with uh, kids on the combine, you know, and so it, it's not just old men. Right. Farming. It's no. kids growing up in it and continuing that tradition. Right. Well, we traveled around to ag shows around uh, the South, and we set up a little photo booth. And so we took a lot of photos of people that were working in agriculture. So all throughout the exhibit are more than 250 photographs wow. of men and women and black and white and Asian and all different you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, uh, races and ages and um, so that people can come in and see, oh, my gosh, anybody could work in agriculture. Oh, definitely, definitely. And then the track displays oh it's, I, mean, yeah, I was good i was i was classic bringing it up tractor, yes yeah. yes and yeah signage it's awesome. one of my you know one of the things that we do here as a museum is we have uh events one of my favorite events we have every year is the antique tractor show so all these folks will bring their antique mm -hmm. we'll have you know three four hundred tractors here on property and then at the end we have uh a tractor parade. So all these tractors circle the building. It's so much fun. And a lot of times, one of my favorite photographs I took last year when during it was this, you know, obviously a grandfather holding this young boy, you know, and helping him drive the tractor. And I thought that's what it's all about, yep. mm -hmm. you know, passing that knowledge along from one generation to the next. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, there's a lot to cover here. I don't want to run out of time. So I want to jump to one of the exhibits that I thought was really cool was the cars. Can you talk a little bit about the, the classic cars? And, and I learned yesterday there's each uh, decade, there's a car that represents that decade. Yeah, if, if uh, you're ever in the situation like where you go to the library and, he said, and, and a philanthropist says, go to the table you're most interested in, go to the transportation table. Okay. Because those people got to travel all over the United States bidding on those cars oh, uh, wow. on behalf of Mr. Kirkland. So oh. he paid for it. <laughs> That's awesome. And they got to be the ones. Shopping on his dime. <laughs> right, yeah. right. How fun was that? Yeah. So um, th there's a lot of stories about them, you know, leaving here Union City and going to Vegas or whatever and, and you know, having this this bank to be able to bid on these cool cars. Wow. Uh, I mean, there's just a, a, no matter what car you like, you're going to find a version of it. My favorite is the Shelby Cobra. Oh, yeah. You know, it's... <laughs> well, it's yeah, I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, but there's also, you know, the Dale Earnhardt car, race cars yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, you know, there's uh, W.C. Fields, limousine, mm. you know, there's all kinds of, of yeah. uh, cool cars. And that's another one of the places, like when you drive around the corner and you see Discovery Park and you go, oh, that's when I tour people and we come around that corner. I mean, they're just yeah. their jaw hits the floor every single time because it's stunning to come around the corner and just see all those cars in one place. 
Yeah, I thought I thought it was. It's awesome. The first time I saw it, I thought this is amazing. Uh, it is. And and awesome. uh, Robert Kirkland, one of the big things he wanted was he wanted only cars that had been restored to the point where you could put a battery and oil and gas in and take off. Mm. You know, so all those cars you could drive out of here, you know, if you wanted to. So they're all in pristine uh, condition. Yeah. And we have people who every day that's what they do is yeah, dust, yes. dust the cars. Well, and, and I will say this place is immaculate. I mean, from the grounds outside to inside, it is truly immaculate. Yeah, our housekeeping crew is the best in the country. And a lot of times I will have people who will call me upstairs to say, before we left, we just wanted to tell you this was the cleanest place yes. we have ever seen. Yes. And the outdoors is the same. The outdoors crew does, does an amazing job with um, making it look beautiful out yeah, there. So one of my favorite times to come is in the fall. Mm -hmm. When you have, like, we came one year and you had all the, we had a, you had a corn horse, a couple <laughs> of them. You know, and I was just like, yeah. who does this? Yeah. I mean, but it's truly, I mean, what your grounds crew can do out there is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's really beautiful. And we the actually- Pumpkins, there's like thousands pumpkin and thousands village, and yeah, thousands of pumpkin pumpkins. Pumpkin Village. Well, we actually are in the process of putting in new greenhouses and a new education pavilion so that young people and old people like me can learn about horticulture. Yeah. And so that's going to be a big part. They're going to grow a lot of the flowers that you see here. They're going to grow those in our own greenhouses now. Very cool. Very yeah, cool. it would be cool. And I noticed there's a, a vineyard out there too. Yeah, we have a vineyard that uh, has been- growing for a number of years we actually sell wine in our gift shop that comes from the grapes that come out of our vineyard oh wow that's, that's cool. cool yeah that's cool yeah good little uh, item to take back with you is a little uh, a great souvenir, souvenir. yeah, yeah. there's a ho you know we have two brand new hotels right next door uh, actually yeah. three hotels next door and then another new hotel down the street so if you want to come and spend the night this is a great place to come and visit real foot lake spend the night visit discovery park you can take a bottle of wine back to your room well, you, you said Real Foot Lake. Real Foot Lake is, when we've touched on it a little bit, is a great exhibit here. Yes. But there's a simulator. People need to yes. know about that. you gotta got to check that out. Yeah, it's um, it's a fascinating part of the history of this whole region. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have heard bits of the story, but for those who haven't, um, the there were a series of earthquakes yes. in 1811 and 1812, and... Um, it contributed to the ground loosening up, and then there was a big one mm. that was so big that it made the bells in Philadelphia and Washington, D.C. ring in the churches. So it was shook the ground that much. It opened up the ground, and the Mississippi River flowed backwards and, and filled up, and that became an incredible hunting area for uh, Native Americans and for the few settlers that lived in mm -hmm. the area. Um, it became home to all types of waterfowl, all types of uh, uh, mountain lions and crazy <laughs> tigers yeah <laughs> you know don't don't trust me on that um <laughs> but the crazy tigers lots of, <laughs> lots of animals um and so even david crockett who settled in this area in 1822 he was one of the very first hunters in the area so it's got a very uh, a very deep and long history for for at least for northwest tennessee yeah and the simulator, did you do it yesterday? We did it. Yeah, it's pretty We cool. did it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fun. Yeah. Stick around because we're going to do a series of shows here. So as you as you following Wildcast, keep coming back and seeing more and more shows because we're not done with just Scott here today. We're yeah. going to we're going to do a lot more. And uh, you're going to have so much more fun. Yeah. With the, yeah. With the we're other going people. Dive in. Oh, this is great. <laughs> we're going to dive in deep with with real foot. But I don't have I don't have a snake with me or a bird. <laughs> well, we'll get know? to those later. Yeah. yeah. But you get to tell you get to tell what. The cool, like the history. I didn't know. I didn't know all the background on this place, hmm. uh, and that that's pretty fascinating to learn yeah. that Kirkland was. 
Well, and, and I think if, <clears throat> since you're here today, uh, <clears throat> one thing that I think is really interesting is when a lot of young people come to the top of the stairs there, it's their very first time to see an escalator. And so you get to watch them puzzle through their, in their yeah. mind, how am I going to tackle this challenge? Mm. And that's why our escalators are in glass and our elevators are in glass. So hopefully we're triggering the next generation of engineers and designers and things like that. So you'll, you'll see them if you're up there at all, just watch and you'll see young people seeing an escalator for the very first time. That's very cool. I didn't think about that. I know you could see through, but I didn't think about that. That little uh, hidden, yeah, <coughs> hidden. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I saw it too, but I didn't put that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that, and that's really that. That's great because so many times you're like, well, how does that work? So, mm-hmm. and there you go. Well, uh, one other thing I wanted to make sure people know about is the military area. If yes. you're if you're uh, a veteran or or just really into military, there's a nice exhibit. Uh, here for that as well. Yeah, um, and again, that's another area where people are surprised how much there is. Mm -hmm. Um, We have both inside and out incredible exhibits of both equipment, Mm -hmm. uh, military clothing, uh, uniforms. um, And you don't have to be a history buff (coughs) to come enjoy it. No, no. No, not at all. No, not at all. I mean, it is very impressive. Yeah, we have an area where we had recorded uh, the stories of people who live in this area, who served in the military, many of whom are gone now. And so we have World War One, World War Two, and Vietnam stories. You know, so it's, it's interesting to really get personal and hear them talk about uh, their experience in the military. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I uh, got to come through yesterday and see some of that. And uh, it, was, it was very special, very special to see that. Um, well, you mentioned the, the grounds. It's growing. You added the agriculture. You've got trains out here and and you also offer concerts on the property right throughout yeah the absolutely so uh the arts are a big part of what we do as well we want to we want to um open people's minds and so we have art exhibits here of of uh southern artists uh sometimes our outsider artists and then we also have music so we'll uh either bring in uh performers from UT Martin or Dyersburg State who are wanting to perform for students and we'll bring them in. Um, And then our uh, concerts that we have out on our Total Tech Solutions main stage um, are an important part of what we do as well. And, you know, we bring some pretty uh, significant artists out there to perform and we have free concerts and, you know, so it's a great, uh, it's in Friday nights in May and June, Mm. we have these free concerts and families come and they fish and they, and we have. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, great. I mean, they catch huge fish. <laughs> huge fish. Huge fish. <laughs> yeah, huge. Yeah. Bigger than the kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you asked me what kind. I'm like, I don't know. Fish with gills. Um, there was a fin. I think. Yeah, they have fin. They have yeah. scales. Um, but anyway, so no, they're, um, you know, we have themed food nights each night. I saw it's that on one, really of the, fun. one of the ads. Uh, I saw it in the bathroom. But yeah. I was like, and I was like, ooh, food trucks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have great food. We had barbecue this past Friday night, and we had fish the next so you had Wing, wings. So yeah, yeah, wings. yeah. We <laughs> yeah. have wings night. And, wing night. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we. So it's a big part, you know, of uh, introducing people and hopefully inspiring them to learn more about other kinds of music. We'll have jazz one night, and uh, the Jackson Symphony Orchestra comes sometimes and performs. And nice. so anyway, music and arts and culture is a big part of what we do as well. Yeah, that's. And cool. if you haven't figured out, this place is amazing. Yeah, it yeah. truly has everything for everyone. I mean, you yeah. can, you can. Just this is what I want to go see, but you really like need two days here. Yeah. Well, and when you work in the museum business, you have to check boxes. They'll say, "What kind of museum are you? Science, mm. um, um, children's art." And I literally 
check every single yes. box every single time. So there is really nothing here that we don't cover. And he mentioned this earlier. He said the fishing. But you also have beautiful walking trails. And we were talking about that, that, you know, with the membership, you could just come here and walk and get your exercise in. And as you said, you have bathrooms and you have everything here. And, you know, it's a safe environment to walk. You know, people get concerned about that. But it's a beautiful place to walk. I mean, if you just look out, we're looking outside right now and it's it's gorgeous. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's really beautiful. And, you know, the cabins, we have 13 cabins on the property that were actually taken apart from other places and brought in and put together here. Here. So, you know, it's just a fun, if you like history, it's really a fun experience. We have a grist mill and a forge. And so we'll have people that come in and, and do the metal work and yes, the grist mill will be going. Yes, we here when that's going on. And my yeah. son was like, uh, he, you know, just taken back, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. It's fun to see all that. We'll have craftspeople who come. Um, we have a, a gentleman uh, named Mike who works on a heritage garden. So we have a whole garden uh, uh, that's grown the way they would have grown it back in the 1800s. And it's fun to see that, see how he does that. So it's just, you know, that's another. The original going green. You know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a big part, like Mike and some of the other people that you're going to meet today. <clears throat> those people love what they do mm -hmm. and they have a passion for teaching and a passion for inspiring. Uh, they've really plugged into the mission and, you know, you can just feel the excitement amongst those people as well. So it's, the people is what really sets us apart from yeah. And like the people, like you said, the housekeeping, they take great pride in keeping this place uh, in tip top shape. This is great for uh, Union City. Uh, I think it's great that, uh, when you think of the name, Discovery Park of America is in Union City, Tennessee. Yes. You know? Well, and, and, you know, it has been a huge economic driver. Um, and, you know, Robert Kirkland, when he built Discovery Park, he set it down in a place that did not have a lot of tourism. So right. it wasn't yeah. really a tourism infrastructure. We're not like Washington, D.C. We're not like Memphis, mm. you know. And so it's really been uh, the reason why, you know, a lot of the restaurants are coming here. Of course, I-69, which runs right along here, opens later this year. And oh, that, this year, and, really? Yeah, okay. opens later this year. And that's going to be a big boost. Yeah, a, a big, uh, a new way for people to see us yes. and find out about us and, and to get to us. So um, it should, that should that should be a good driver as well. So gonna, but, gonna, really going to stand out here is it comes right behind correct, right? the yes. tower here. Yeah, no, you'll you'll see it. And a lot of people will be, you know, we have we do have a, a considerable number of people that will stop here and say, look, what is this? Yes. You know, what, what, <laughs> why all, is this here? But you know, we all do it, driving down the road. What? Let's yeah. go back. Yeah. We've done that. Road yeah. Yeah, yeah, when you're road tripping. Yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll have people, you know, the hotels next door, that, uh, a couple of Friday nights ago, uh, a young lady came in and she goes, my parents and I are here from Chicago for a UT Martin graduation, and we just want to know what is this and is it open tomorrow? Yeah. So it's, yeah. yes. Yes. They told yes. me what it was. And so they, I saw them the next day. They actually came back and enjoyed it. So. Oh, yeah. Well, if uh, one of the other parts of this place I think is amazing is to go up in the tower and yeah. be able to see see the whole grounds and kind of get an idea of what all is here. It's just, uh, like yesterday you talked about Mike in, in the garden. We saw him working, you know, in the garden, and you can see the whole property. It's beautiful and see the, the, inter the interstate coming through. Uh, it's just a beautiful piece of property. Yeah, it's a, we also have events up there. Oh, um, really? And at night, uh, the, there's, the ceiling has stars on it and, like, shooting stars and so you can see <laughs> constellations and everything. So, you know, that's a really fun part. And that's part. another part of this place. It, you host a lot of events here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we've yeah. had meetings here. Yeah. Chef, we've yeah. had commission meetings. So, But you do that all, all year round, right? Oh, yeah, all year round. Um, 
hundreds and hundreds of, of events, of weddings, of birthday parties, you know, all kinds of events. Because, you know, it's a, you know, where else can you stand and have all these dinosaurs around you, you know? <laughs> While you're eating dinner. No, While you're eating or dinner. Or whatever it may yes. be. Exactly. So we did. We ate right here in, this, in the dinosaur room. <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, absolutely. And then schools, I guess schools are very active here. I've, Field trips and things like that are happening all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, April, May, June. Uh, the end of the school year, June, after yeah, the testing. That's the, when we get, <laughs> you know, busy. we get thousands of school groups will come through here. Um, and we love those school groups. Um, and, and right now, um, well, as long as there's money in the, in the account, we have the Kirkland Scholarship Fund mm. where children who attend a school that has 50% or more free or reduced lunch get in free. So, oh. so that's a great, uh, a great benefit that people have been contributing to through the years. Um, and so it's a great way uh, to get students in here that maybe wouldn't have been able to otherwise. Yeah. Wow. That's great. So we've touched on a lot of things. What's your favorite What's your favorite part of this place? What's your favorite exhibit? What? Um, you know, I, I would have to say I love the moment of, ki of, of arrival. I love oh, to wow. watch the That's moment special, of arrival. Um, you know, between the giant manslide that you're going to go down later yep. <laughs> and the uh, escalator, you know, I think that just watching that moment you know, is uh, is special for me. And it never gets old. Never gets old. So I'd have to say that's my favorite thing. Watching people come through the door. That's awesome. That's great. All right. Well, uh, before we started, you mentioned uh, Davy Crockett. Davy yeah. Crockett is, is highlighted here and, and up here near the Real Foot booth. I think there's a statue. Yeah, there's a statue of David Crockett. There's actually an exhibit um, out um, in the area uh, on the south side of the park uh, where we have the Liberty Bell uh, okay. replica. Replica, replica. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, we don't really have the Liberty <laughs> Bell here. Kind of like we also have the Ark of the Covenant here, you know, and sometimes yeah. people will say, is that real? <laughs> And I'll say, no, no. it's not. No. Uh, no. But don't touch the handle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just next. Um, but yeah, so David Crockett is from this area. Um, he was uh, uh, such a big part of early Tennessee history. <clears throat> and what I found was a lot of people in East Tennessee claim David Crockett as their own. Yeah, and a lot I'm of people, from East. Yeah, there we you come, go. Yeah, we come. I mean, they yeah. claim David Crockett. A lot of people in Texas claim David Crockett. No, it's actually. But David Crockett was yeah. a was a congressman from West Tennessee, and he mm -hmm. represented my ancestors. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I, I was fascinated by David Crockett and his impact on uh, both popular culture of the day, but also the politics and of of representing what lay beyond the mountains for the people in the East. And so. Yeah. Uh, uh, the David Crockett story is really important, and we're really trying to embrace that and, and tell that um, in a big way here. Um, there, are, there are actually Crockett uh, family members who gather together every year and have a family, Crockett family reunion. Um, they will have it in Texas one year, and then they'll have it oh, in wow. East Tennessee the next. And I'm like, you folks need to have it. Uh, right insert here. us right here. in that, in that, you know, you could have it here yes. one year. So yeah. anyway, so Crockett family, you have an invitation to come here to Discovery Park. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so no, David Crockett's a big part of our history, and so we love to tell that story as and well. And you published the book? I did, yeah. I, I, I liked it so much, I published a book um, a few months ago on David Crockett um, about his fame. Uh, 
the accidental fame and lack of fortune of West Tennessee's David Crockett. Mm. So I didn't anticipate how many people would be mad at me about saying West Tennessee's David Crockett. Oh, wow. They, especially those East Tennessee. Oh, yeah, you know how we are. <laughs> you got to watch Man, those guys. Yeah, yeah. no, they, they <laughs> didn't take that lightly. Yeah. So anyway, but my, my book starts in 1822 when he settled here in uh, very nearby, just a few miles away, um, and then that's where this is where he lived until he left for uh, Texas and the Alamo. Wow, that's cool. So, if somebody wants to find this place, uh, check out your website. How do people find find information about Discovery yeah. Park? DiscoveryParkOfAmerica.com, and then Facebook. We always post everything on Facebook. I'm a follower. Yeah, excellent. Thank mm-hmm. you. So follow us on Facebook, and you'll find out everything that goes on here. Awesome. Well, uh, Scott, I appreciate it so much. It's been fun. Uh, learned a lot. Learned more than I learned yesterday. It just keeps adding up. And everybody's <laughs> going to see a lot more of this place. A lot more. Yeah, we're going to do a series of shows. Like I said, there. Uh, keep coming back to Tennessee Wildcast and learn all about Discovery Park. We're going to talk about wildlife, real foot, uh, some birding and some music. So it's going to be fun. Sounds good. Thanks again, Scott. I appreciate it thank so much. Thank you for coming. Amy, thank you. Uh, If you like this show, keep coming back. Tennessee Wildcast. Uh, Find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Uh, Follow us uh, in your favorite uh, podcasting platform. And if you like us that much, you can listen to us on the radio. You can find us on TV channels. It's all over the place. Just visit our website, tnwildlife.org, and uh, find us uh, there as well. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.